0: Hello and welcome to the Christmas edition of the Building Sustainability Podcast. Woo! I am once again joined by Mike Hill, who is going to be my co-pilot for this festive, silly end-of-year chat.
1: Hello there, it's me. Can I do this bit now?
0: Yeah, you do that bit. <laughs>
1: okay. Hello, um, and warm welcome to episode 113. <laughs> 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 Hello and a warm welcome to episode 113 of the Building Sustainability podcast. I'm Geoffrey Hart and every fortnight join me as I talk to designers, builders, makers, dreamers and doers. Together we can explore the wide world of sustainability in the built environment by talking to wonderful people who are doing excellent
0: things. You really enjoyed the... uh... The wonderful people and the excellent things. It's my favourite bit. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about making some badges uh, that just said wonderful people doing excellent things. Yeah, or just wonderful person.
1: Yeah. And then, or an excellent thing. Slightly objectifying, but.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am an excellent thing. I'd buy them. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Which one?
1: Links in bio. Don't go on the bio. <laughs> no,
0: there's no link. <laughs> so as we've said, this is the festive episode. Uh, Mike is here. We've got some questions asked by uh, listeners. We've got some rambly conversations about work we've done this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever comes up. Some hijinks. We'll pull a cracker in a bit. Oh, um, yeah, maybe
1: a touch of tomfoolery.
0: Maybe a smidge of shenanigans.
1: Nice. Um, a bit of...
0: <laughs> There's definitely going to be swearing in this episode. Sorry. It? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I might bleep that one out just because it's bore- before the before warning. The warning. Yeah. yeah. But after that, it's.
1: That'll be my first on air bleep.
0: Really? Yeah. You've never been redacted.
1: I've rarely been redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, RR. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> RR Martin. So, normal things before we get into the podcast. So, we have one new patron. I was very surprised. Actually, I was, I was, gearing up all day to say um, we had no new patrons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Christmas, so eh? everyone's cost of living crisis, mate. Yeah, uh, and you wanted to say cost of living Christmas again, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> um, but at the last second, Ben Stevenson has uh, has come in uh, today. He has become a patron, and he's on the spoon level. Whoa! Getting himself a hand-carved spoon. Benny Spoons. Yeah. And he sent me a message, Mm -hmm. and he said, this, this has made my, maybe my year. What did he tell you? He said, it feels like an island of sanity, fun and good during a time where the world often doesn't seem that way.
1: Well, that is absolutely delightful. Isn't Allow that nice? me to ruin that island, island of sanity <laughs> this evening.
0: Yes, we are we've gone for a little holiday on the island next door. <laughs> we have,
1: yeah. Yeah. Coconuts filled with booze. And um slightly softer sound. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you know what? I got I was chatting to someone the other week. It's a friend of the podcast, Ben Carrington. Ben Kerslake from Character Line. um, He said, "Oh, I re-listened to your uh, your Christmas podcast, getting myself in the mood." And then he said, "Mike's very funny." (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Away. Nice
1: one, Ben. You know what's going on, mate. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he thought that was a given that you were funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 We know what you meant, Ben. Thanks, Ben. So, oh, before we move on from Patreon, there's a really good bonus now, because we've got adverts on the podcast, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to hear adverts, you can become a patron, and I'm going to post every episode on the Patreon page. When you become a patron, you can get your own special podcast link, or you get your own private subscriber podcast feed, and I will put every episode up on there, so that you don't have to listen with adverts. Sounds adverts. Yeah. Pro level. Yeah.
1: Subscribe, baby. Yeah. Just a little bit of money, a couple of spoons, no adverts, happy days.
0: Mm.
1: Building sustainability. It is a good podcast. (laughs) That's the tagline. Work in progress.
0: No, it's an island of sanity.
1: It's an island of sanity in an otherwise batshit crazy world.
0: Yeah. Trademark. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into the episode... Wanted to give you some stats? It's the the end of the year.
1: Building sustainability wrapped.
0: Yeah, other podcast providers are available. Mm-hmm. The most popular episode. Can you guess it?
1: Can I guess it? Yes. <clears throat> well, I know what the most shared one is. Ooh.
0: Yeah, but that's quite late in the year, that. Actually. Yeah. So the most listened
1: one. Um, I mean, obviously. Mine and yours last podcast was last year, so that can't be included in this year's stats. Yeah, it's a shame. Which, obviously, were through the roof. Um, it has to be you and um, a guest from the, the world of sustainability. <laughs> yes, and the, uh, it was. The
0: environment. Yeah, con- congratulations, Mike. Perfect. Knew anyway. it. It was, of course, Marianne Sur with Old House Retrofit.
1: Marianne Sur? Yeah. You pronounce her surname slightly French. Oui. Bon. Well, uh, très, très bien. Uh, très bon. No. Well done. Well done. Yep. Sue. Sue. Marianne. Marianne sir. <laughs> Sue. Sue uh,
0: Sue. And our most popular of all time.
1: Flo Hamer. No. She's Ooh. been
0: off the top spot. Damn. Sorry, Flo. You're out of there. Uh, it is now Siggy Coco, and an excellent episode it does too.
1: And what was that with regards to? Obviously, I will listen to it, but just to remind our <laughs> listeners,
0: natural building.
1: Who'd have thought? Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, those are the those are the big those are the headline stats.
1: Mm-hmm. Dave um, Cockcroft
0: was most shared.
1: Most shares, big up Dave Cockcroft.
0: Yeah, he's got a question to ask later. Of course, he has. Yeah. What good, is it I'm is- so
1: trying to look at his list of questions, and he's showing me away. How dare you? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I've got for the intro. It's a good intro. Uh, have you got anything to add to the intro?
1: Um, Jeffrey has a Christmas tree in his house.
0: Yes. Um, which... I think that should be in the meat of the episode.
1: Okay. Uh, nothing left to say on the intro.
0: Should we roll roll the uh, the theme music?
1: Yeah, I'm about to play it live. Let's go. <laughs>
0: That was a perfect rendition. Right?
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I tried to make it sort of CD quality replication when I performed live, so hopefully that came across.
0: That really did. Yeah. That really, really did. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, like split second timing, the exact same sounds, exactly the same volume. It almost sounds exactly like the recorded version.
0: Yeah. And, and all that done without, um, without two of the strings on your guitar.
1: Without two of the strings on my guitar, I had to play several instruments at the same time. It was a tough one, but it's Christmas. So we pull out all the stops and we try and make it as
0: effective as possible. Oh.
1: Um, Jeffrey is currently fiddling around in the kitchen. He is uh,
0: handing you a coaster.
1: Look at that handmade coaster, which is leftover backsplash from his kitchen.
0: It's cork.
1: It's cork. There Very lovely cork.
0: That's Thanks, man. A, that's some old wine for you. Mmm. Clinkies. Cheers. Mm. oh that's a tasty drop
1: oh that's lovely that's warm and wet
0: and as is tradition in my family yes do you want to start with the cracker yeah then one of us will have a Christmas hat mm-hmm you want, yeah you want to pick the I feel like we need to do two crackers
1: I don't want to I don't want to be sat without a hat on whilst you're sat with a hat on because you know
0: I'm going to win Yeah. yep Three, two, one,
1: Christmas! Hey, oh, 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 oh! Look
0: at that! The indoor firework has let me down.
1: Immediate karma. <laughs> okay. All right then.
0: Got this a joke, is, Chris?
1: This is a very good part of Christmas, isn't it? So, have a small envelope, or an envelope. That looks like a card trick. So we'll bin that off immediately. Okay. Importantly, what dog can't bark?
0: Uh, no i don't know
1: it's a dead dog oh it's not it's a hot dog
0: (laughs) (laughs) you saw my genuine sadness that
1: was brilliant poor old jeffrey went all went all small and miserable like a upset child then who'd been given a substandard christmas gift so silver hat on the head nice should we pop another one Nah. Yeah, oh, come on.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't want another hat on, do you? Right then. Two for two.
0: No! It <laughs> didn't even pop. Hang on, I got the snap. That means you win. Hey! Woo! Okay. What kind of ball doesn't bounce?
1: Like a, a lead ball.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's, not,
1: it's not very funny, but. Well, I
0: suppose it depends on when it hits.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's uh, it's festive themed
1: uh, a ball ball
0: no, no I mean that's another ball that doesn't matter
1: okay a s- s- snowball yes ah of course of course
0: <laughs> 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 that is it cool a festive well, cheer we've Thank got matching you hats
1: you. on so you do a cheers with our heads yeah yeah that's a festive headbutt.
0: I'm going to get a, uh, a selfie. Mm-hmm. I figured we'd can post this. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get an Aussie. An Aussie. Uh, should we get in front of the, yeah. the tree?
1: Let's do it in front of the
0: tree. And then we can post this on Instagram and then people, when they listen... <laughs> What's going on with your eye? I don't know. No, oh, nothing. Nothing is. <laughs> Great. It's okay. Sweet. That's good. I got a little tape measure, by the way. So, look. Ooh,
1: that's like the um, Festal one I got here. Yeah. Folds out similarly. So That was effective.
0: Um, I know that you've got a bit of tape measure MB going.
1: So yeah. Well, I mean, I got two blank cards and an ace and a king. I don't really know what that is. Thanks, Mum. What should we measure with this? The height of this sofa? Yeah. What do you reckon, how tall do you reckon your sofa is, Geoffrey?
0: I think it is... This is good stuff. Yes. 500. Uh
1: 430. Oh, boom. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, you're off the podcast. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> I'll just sit in the toilet.
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry,
0: guys. It's just me now. <laughs> well, should we talk about this Christmas tree?
1: Let's talk about this Christmas tree, yeah. Jeffrey has a resplendent Christmas tree, approximately five foot six in height. Yep. Um, freshly harvested from the site of our workshop. Yeah. Mm.
0: This tree has been looking at me while I've been turning bowls. Judging.
1: This tree looks like a bit of a dick, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't like the look of it.
0: No? No.
1: I mean, I like the look of it, but I feel like it's got bad intentions. Mm. Yeah, I had to cover its head
0: over with a I can see that. Yeah, yeah, good work. Well, should we talk about the craft school then? Mm. We talk of... about the craft school. We seem to be talking about it already. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I was up there today. Very nice chopping down that tree. How was it faring over the winter? Looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's less wet than I was sleeping in there. Um, I thought I'd take a little bit of a holiday away from my life. And oh yeah. Going to sleep in the, uh, in the workshop and. This was in September, I think. And we got a month's worth of rain in about two hours.
1: Ah, uh, yes. That was the night you woke up at 2am and had to dig out trenches. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Good times. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, we've got a slight drainage issue that uh, that we're going to solve. We've got all the pipes for it and whatnot. But there was a point when I was turning uh, in a puddle uh, in a thunderstorm. And I suddenly realised what I was doing and I thought, mm, uh, this probably isn't the one. What, what a way to go. What a way to go.
1: He died doing what he
0: loved. Yeah, but I didn't want to use the electric lathe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey-oh! It's Christmas! <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. Clink. So, yes, Nestle Coombe Craft School, CIC. Yeah, we are now a CIC. See, C. Bye. <laughs> Where? What do you want to say about the craft school?
1: Um, established in 2023, yeah. Nettle Coon Craft School CIC, Yeah. full stop. <coughs> um, yes, we built ourselves a lovely, beautiful, sweet chestnut roundwood framed workshop in the woodland, mm. on the land upon which we live, and we are going to be opening its doors, metaphorical doors, Yeah, it's an open-sided barn. It's an open-sided barn. There aren't any doors. Uh, Next spring. Yeah. Welcoming people to teach courses and learn stuff.
0: Yeah. that will be nice. Well, uh, what's the course you're most excited about?
1: Bow making.
0: Oh, no hesitation there. No
1: hesitation. Bow hesitation. But yes, the idea of making a bow from which to fire an arrow Mm. seems pant-wettingly exciting to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brand new to me.
0: The guy who is running that course, Rob, uh, when I met him, it was at the Tetbury Spoon Club. Very nice. Uh, when he arrived at the Spoon Club, he brought his own trebuchet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> a what? On a trailer? Yeah, uh, it was on the back of his pickup.
1: Holy hell.
0: Yeah. And then we fired apples across the field to someone else who had a baseball bat. And was running around trying to hit them. No! It was the most fun.
1: Holy hell. Can we get him to cancel his bow-making workshop and just bring his trebuchet? Yeah. Can he bring his trebuchet as part of the bow-making workshop?
0: I think, yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't take it everywhere. Yeah, that's got to be a bring-it-with-your-phone-wallet-keys trebuchet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's got to be.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't want to get to the shops and forget. realise I forgot my camera
1: Oh, camera. what an idiot! <laughs> Well, oh, you've not left your iron on, have you? No, no, I left my trebuchet on the drive.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, he is a he's a very good egg. Bow making's going to be good.
1: Very nice. Um, how about yourself? What's your most anticipated course?
0: Mm, I am... I'm dead excited about Nikki Gibson.
1: Yes. Printing Who? leaves.
0: Mm. Printing leaves and doing lino printing. Ooh. She... Uh, makes the most beautiful print. have got two just over there. There they are. Shout
1: out to Nikki Gibson. Also shout out to Nikki Gibson for designing our Nettle Coon Craft School logo.
0: Yeah. What
1: a legend. Big ups Nikki. You lovely, lovely example.
0: I talked about it a little bit last episode uh about biophilia. Mm-hmm. And it was in the marketing we were coming up with marketing stuff mm-hmm. and realizing that actually we're not just selling a course we're selling like you know some R&R in nature and you're selling that forest bathing and accessing a different way of life and sort of slowing down and tuning out turning off zoning
1: in an entire holistic experience
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so and then at the end of it you get a bow to go and shoot your neighbor with
1: bow to shoot your neighbor with don't shoot your neighbour. If you've got a bad neighbour, shoot him with an arrow.
0: No. If not, I don't, no. don't do it. No. No. Even the baddies. Okay.
1: You can't shoot. Tell you what, all right. Don't shoot them with an arrow, but you can flick some porridge at them with a spoon that you've carved.
0: I mm-hmm. love like that? Yes. No? At, at your own peril.
1: All right. Just speak to them and say you have an, an issue like an adult and try and come to a mutually beneficial conclusion.
0: <sighs> all right. Arm wrestle. Thumb walk.
1: Thumb walk. Okay, have a thumb walk. you've got a dickhead neighbour, have a thumb with them. But leave your bow at home.
0: This is solid, solid advice yeah. from the Christmas podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight from Santa's mouth.
1: Don't shoot your neighbour. Whether it be by bow or spoon or trebuchet.
0: Oh, yeah. You could shoot your next neighbour across with the trebuchet. Yeah,
1: you could shoot your neighbour, you you're twinned with in Belgium or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, the uh, building of the craft school was probably my favourite building time this year
1: yes no doubt
0: it yeah. was real lovely wasn't it
1: it was beautiful we had yourself and I and our friends Nick the craftsman who is doing a bookbinding workshop with us next year mm-hmm. and our friend Vittorio aka The Eating Man mm-hmm. who we both met On a previous project. Yep. And they were with us for two weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we timber framed the heck out of
1: it. Shout out to Capable Brown. Oh, legend. For the sweet chestnut. Lovely man. He's got nice poles.
0: Yeah, Yeah. he's got sweet chestnuts. He's
1: got some (laughs) sweet chestnuts.
0: (laughs) What I have noticed is that we've got quite a lot of um, softwood growth all around us in the woodland yes mm. 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 it's sort of interesting mix in the woodland there. Mm. there there's like lots of old growth oak at the far far end mm. there's lots of bits where there used to be a larch plantation before the larch disease came along yes. um, yeah it's a bit of a hodgepodge mm-hmm. quite a lot of Christmas trees yeah well yeah there's one fewer now one fewer it's such a spiky tree
1: it's a spiky boy it's a pokey fella. And uh, Jeffrey has a single Christmas decoration adornment on it, which is yes. a festive sloth.
0: Yeah, sloth with a Christmas hat.
1: Sloth with a Christmas hat.
0: I, th- I mean, I put some lights on it.
1: There's lights on it, really nice lights. There's quite a, f- quite a lot of Christmas lights in here, actually.
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to turn off the the main overhead light.
1: I'll do that, allow me.
0: This one? Yeah.
1: Look at that. Oh, hang on. Wait. Right. We're plunging ourselves into darkness now.
0: This is really good. This is essential for the podcast.
1: Lovely warm tone.
0: Oh yeah, that's festive. This tiny home feels like a tiny slice of Christmas. <laughs> um, before we go on, so we've got various questions. Mm. I've written down all the ones I've received. That's cool. Uh, do you want to pick a number between one and ten? Seven. Always seven. Question number seven. Who's it from? It is from friend of the podcast Flo Hamer.
1: Flo Hamer, friend of the podcast, and ourselves individually.
0: Yeah. Uh, Flo says, "Sorry, Mike, this isn't really one for you." Well, no, actually, maybe you can, you can answer. How about I read it to you? No. How about I read it to you? <laughs> I'm in control. Damn it! Don't take this away from me. <laughs> You're not really Jeffrey Hart. Oh sorry. I'll
1: step back. The power, the power's going to my head.
0: Uh, tiny house. What's the best design decision? Um, what is the best design? I mean, is it a design decision? I guess so. There's absolutely no need for it to be that. The crock frame in the middle. The round frame wood chestnut. Centrepiece. Yeah. It is currently adorned with twinkly fairy lights. Yeah. Um, sort of making it look like a giant Christmas tree itself.
1: It's an epileptic person's worst nightmare. They are flashing aggressively. Softly. Soft aggression. Soft aggression. Yeah. It's a very nice feature, as you
0: say. Unnecessary? Yeah. I mean, it adds a lot of rigidity. Mm. It also adds a lot of weight. Mm. But yeah, there's not a day that goes by where I don't look at it and really enjoy the fact that I've got trees in my house. Yeah, of course, absolutely.
1: And this was sourced from Toby and Ali at Say It With Wood.
0: I tried to source it from them, Damn. but, uh, well, I did source it from them, and then I got it back home, <laughs> and I realised that what I'd ordered, I think I'd ordered three-inch poles. you sourced too skinny. Yeah. I was conscious of uh, the size of the weight. Are we all? So, <laughs> I actually they got these, coincidentally, from the place where Flo used to live, Wilderness Woods. Ah, in Sussex.
1: Down there, Sussex Ways.
0: Yeah. And I drove home with them strapped to the roof of my car. <laughs> Looking like I was going to do a ram raid. You got a roof rack? Uh, old car. Old car. Yeah. Balingo. Yes. Nothing that Balingo couldn't do except mm. not have a blown head gasket.
1: We've all got our limits.
0: <clears throat> so there you go. That's That's my best design decision. So what do you think what is the what do you think is has been my best design decision for the tiny house?
1: What do I think has been your best decision for this? Yeah. Well, I very much like the chunky look and finish of the cork inside. I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing the large angles mm-hmm. happening because of what off the cork. Um, I also like your comedy sit
0: in bath. Why is it comedy? It feels funny to sit in a
1: bath. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> do you know what I discovered something fun about the bath? Uh-huh. I I was sat there like in it normally, feet in the little footwell, mm-hmm. and I started thinking, I wonder if I could get, want to get my shoulders under. Yeah. So I put my feet out of the bath and like slid my shoulders down, and I was like, okay, I'm in. I was like, hang on, I can do this one better. So I spun myself around. Yes. I put my bum. <laughs> down was it in the footwell <laughs> <laughs> and my knees up on the seat yeah and then I sat like entirely submerged it was glorious yeah
1: like, like so I was gonna say so like sitting upside down on like a single seater armchair yeah with your head underwater
0: yeah nicely but done. I didn't put my head underwater I was quite worried I had the thought of like what if I get myself into a position where you, I can't get out you're stuck and I'm like, what if my head goes underwater?
1: That would be the wouldn't that be tragic thing to come and walk in on when I've trying to find Jeffrey for work in the morning. Yeah, it's not turned off. I walk up My to feet in house. the air,
0: sticking out the the bath.
1: <laughs> it's exactly how it looks. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you like the bath?
1: I like the bath a lot. I would like to use your bath. Yeah. A lot. Um, that's just because it's quite a novelty thing. Um, but I, yeah, the chunky angles of the cork inside, I really enjoy that. And in particular as well, your scaffold board, end of house shelving unit. Bookshelf. That's what it's called. Yeah. It's very pleasing. And removable.
0: It which is. Which I also enjoy. Yeah. I can't wait to remove it one day.
1: Yeah. Can I help you? Yeah. That would be good. I'd love that. Sweet. Um, Yeah, I like that. I like... You know, as a as a completed whole, it's a pleasing it's a pleasing thing, so it's difficult to pick apart individual parts from it. Great. Yeah. Alright. Take that.
0: Do you want to do another question or do you want to do another round of food slash booze?
1: I'd like to do a question and then food slash booze.
0: Okay, pick a number from one to ten that isn't seven. Okay, let's go with four. Sure about that? Yes. Four? Four. four. Whoa. If you could only use the same five tools for the rest of your life, what would they be?
1: Holy hell! Who's that from?
0: That's from Kirsty Castles. Kirsty Castles, you swine!
1: Um, I'm answering that first.
0: You answer that. Maybe you answer that, and I'm gonna rustle us up some. Uh,
1: okay. Next course. Okay. So number one, um, would be my Chinois 150 mil steel rule. Oh absolutely adore it it's oh mate got a little lifted up bit at the end of the ruler which you can press with your finger so the other end of the ruler lifts up so you don't have to mess around trying to pick it up off a flat surface it's only mil on both sides oh
0: is it a ruler or is it a rule
1: it's one rule to rule them all good thank you for asking uh, they also do 300 mm and 600 mm versions um just go straight no no uh, yeah Great, great tool, great rule. Um, <coughs> tool so number—that's one
0: of your five tools.
1: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it's a go-to. I've not gone to it throughout the entire build we've been doing. Most recently, it's a fine finish tool. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're, yeah, we're like... about to
0: get into fine finishes. Yeah,
1: which is like how I like to describe my friend Jeffrey as well.
0: I'm <laughs> <We're> not finished.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, tool number two. Uh, well, the what's it called? Mosquito.
0: Ah, uh, oh, controversial.
1: Yeah, uh, because it's got a funny name. Hey, Explain what
0: the, the mosquito. is? Oh, of course,
1: yeah. Mosquito is a multi-tool. Uh, what's the word? Yeah, a, yeah, tool. but it's like a
0: vibrating.
1: No, I was thinking like it's left, left to right, oscillating, oscillating an oscillating multi-tool. Um. It's good to get yourself out of a fix. You can also sound like the world's worst saxophone player whilst doing it. You can do really bad versions of Baker Street and so on. Shout out to Duncan Mark Horn. Um, yeah, that's number two. Okay.
0: Already questioning
1: so that choice, but is there?
0: Got, no, yeah. I mean, I'm questioning that as well.
1: A 15 centimeter rule and a. Multi tool. I if I'd heard if these were someone else's first top two tools, I would stop listening immediately. So number three, loads more exciting, is is this serious or not? It's got to be a circular saw, isn't it?
0: Uh, as in like the handheld. Yeah, a skill saw. Yeah.
1: You can't not have a skill saw, can you? You can use a saw. No, no. Number three, skill saw workhorse always required you want a workhorse is that number four number four is not a workhorse number four is an impact driver Whoa. you can't not have an impact driver when you can this this is difficult
0: you can only use these tools for the rest of your life this
1: is it alright drill which is the drill and impact driver the drill and driver a drill a drill and driver I'd like to start this section again
0: (laughs) what are you using a drill or a driver
1: a drill because that can be used to drill holes and also put screws in yeah so that's it two in one combi drill okay number one number two is my 150 mil chinois steel rule (laughs) that's still in there all right number three you
0: haven't you haven't started this again like we're going to edit it out you've just started it again cool yeah carry on oh I
1: see yeah
2: no
0: no no it's (laughs) fine I'm now grating nutmeg into the uh (laughs) Carry
1: on. It's become chaotic. Jeffrey is grating nutmeg into our eggnog, it looks like. Yeah. It's a large white vessel. And he's making two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Come on. Um, so we had combi drill. We had steel rule. The difficult thing is now that I also have to go for a tape measure. Because you've... But, but I've also now used a steel rule.
0: What about if you just forever lived... Using the chippy
1: eye. Well, the chippy eye is very, very accurate. All right. So if we take it into account that my chippy eye is good enough to not have to use use a tape measure at all, then we'll go with combi drill, steel rule. Ah, router. Absolutely. Oh, Easy. Palm router, number three. Should have been number one. Sorry, palm router. Dewalt. Dual palm router, plunge and palm—it does everything you could possibly need. <laughs> um,
0: Building sustainability is sponsored by Dewalt.
1: <laughs> Would like to be sponsored by Dewalt yeah. if, if you're listening. Um, hot in at number four is my new Staedtler mechanical pencil from Colt Cult Pens. ColtPens.co.uk. <laughs> Um, also
0: not sponsored by them.
1: No, what's it called? The
2: Pencil?
0: Hang on, my one's over here. geoffrey
1: got one. Geoffrey bought a fancy pencil, mechanical-wise, and I had to buy another one, but I bought the blue version rather than the black version.
0: Because you're not a copycat. Because I'm not a complete... It's the Mars Technico.
1: The Mars Technico. It's in the name. Um, so that's nice to have. So that's number four, I think. This is a bad set of tools to only have ever have for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, number five skill saw part of this round or not
0: I can't remember you've changed your mind so many
1: times. it's, it's time. hard to say so after all of that I'm going to start again
0: number one <laughs> again
1: number one skill saw number two combi drill number three 150 mil steel rule number four chippy eye is that all no that's something I've got
0: that's, that's yeah that's a I justification that. for not having a... I have that
1: yeah all right oh, yeah. number four
0: Router.
1: Router. Number five, what do you need? What do you need? Number five, a positive attitude. You absolutely require a positive attitude in your toolbox if you're going to be working on an elongated basis.
0: Ah, you're my number one tool.
1: (laughs) There you go. That's your short, concise five necessary tools. Wow. How about that? Enjoy editing that one down. What mate.
0: an editing nightmare. <laughs> well, here's a an eggnog.
1: Look at this. Thanks, man. I
0: made this today.
1: This has got giant ice cubes in it. Yeah. 50 mil. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> That's a Christmas cracker joke. How does a Geordie a um, level? How? Bye-bye, man. <laughs> Sorry to anybody from that region of the country. Special shout-outs to Tricky. Um... Mmm. It's Uh, thick. Yeah. It's viscous. Isn't it? Eggs. Mm Mm-hmm. Eggs. Plural. And and nogs. How much nogs? Snogs. How much nogs?
0: (laughs) More nogs than eggs. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Good. That's the ratio. What is the ratio? More?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Greater than... (laughs) Do you want to ask another number, not seven or four?
1: Yeah. Good. Nine. Nine?
0: This question comes from Dave Cockcroft. Big Dave. Big Dave. He said, which compost toilets most stand out in your memory and why?
1: The one we built not so long back, here
0: in Ah, that's a good one. Mmm. Why does it stand out in your memory?
1: Um it's because is...
0: we spent ages building because it. Because <laughs> we spent fucking
1: a long time building it. Um it's the first actually it's not the second compost we have built, but it is the first example of full on sort of timber framing that I've done start to finish.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Um yeah. and tenons and that.
1: Mortise and tenons and all that. Also sweet chestnut.
0: Sweet, sweet chestnut.
1: Sweetest. Um, So that was very lovely. We did that. We've got some lovely um, bamboo shuttering on the outside, sourced from the bamboo grove on the estate. Yeah. And
0: who doesn't have a bamboo garden? If you haven't got a bamboo garden,
1: get out of town.
0: What are you doing?
1: Losers. So I'm building that start to finish, working out the angle of the urine trough. See how far back or forwards in relation to the toilet seat itself it had to go Mm. to cater for men and women. That was,
0: that was confusing.
1: It was. It was intriguing.
0: Yeah. And we had it tested by multiple people who all said it needed to go in a different place. Yeah. It's almost as if humans are all different. Who'd have thunk? Yeah. Personally, I'm not having it.
1: But yeah, that was really good. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Um, I've weeded in it. I've not yet pooed in it. Oh, you must. Go now. To be continued. Go now.
0: It's just over there. Go on. <laughs> Treat yourself. I'll wait. Now. Everyone here will wait.
1: Okay. Let's do it. No pressure. I'll go now. Oh that what a lovely poo that was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll edit in some like footsteps crunching through the <laughs> if <you> would, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but yes, that's my answer. I think that's that's my favourite compost loo, of course, as a true scumbag of a human being, the one that I built.
0: I mean I feel like Dave is asking this question because he knows that I've been to his compost loo. Uh, and Dave who makes exquisite chairs mm-hmm. he the toilet seat is one of his exquisite chairs with a back on it and a hole cut in the seat. Ooh. And it is I mean it's like a it's a luxury compost poo.
1: It's the literal throne.
0: Yeah. It is yeah, it's quite, quite delicious
1: um bad choice of wording it is quite bad.
0: <laughs> 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 what's the word it's nice lovely no, it's, beautiful it good very good dead good yeah uh that toilet experience was let down by the uh i don't think the loo had been emptied for a while it was ah uh, Getting towards, you know, the the yeah, the poo
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, that happens.
1: I feel like in this conversation, special shout needs to be made to the compost loo at Brookhouse Woods. Yeah, that is by far the compost loo that I've used the most.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Your home loo.
1: Home loo, playing on home soil, making home soil. Um,
0: that's What's that. Very Explain that sound.
1: Set up. It's uh, sort of a little little stroll into the woods. There's a nice little sort of bit of wood that you put up or down in front like of the a barrier. Path. A little barrier to say that when someone's pooing there, the barrier's down. When the barrier's up, no one's pooing there. That's effective. Um, when it's high winds, there's like a black sheet that, that covers up your entrance into the toilet, which billows quite a lot. That can be troubling if it's wet and there's you've got a uh, sopping no wet,
0: a wet sheet
1: sopping wet sheet slapping your face. In the middle of the night, that's less than ideal, I suppose. Um, but then, it's a nice frame that structure. Lovely frame, mm. lovely sort of round woody frame on there. Mm-hmm. And then you come out of out of said little barrier, and there's a little nice little sink that was made by John Mulaney and others, I believe, on the volunteer what week. Brookhouse was, wasn't it? At Brookhouse yeah. Woods. Um, so yeah, definitely special shout out to that. A compost loo that nice. will be. That's
0: missed. the honourable mentions. Yeah. In the, the poo section. Also ran also (laughs) booed what about so uh this is going off of the questions that have been sent in this Mm -hmm. is one from me okay um what uh what's been your favorite project to work on this year what we have done
1: favorite project this year what we have done um
0: and why oh it's a tricky one that isn't it Cause none of them have been fun.
1: Yeah, they've all been really, really bad, like thoroughly unenjoyable. No, there's, there's been a few. There's been quite a few good ones, like the air floor, air floors. Yeah, always enjoyable. I don't do a huge amount, so it's always nice to get involved with them. One up in Manchester and in Bridport, I believe. Mm. Um They're always really good. Enjoy them. Get a good little gang of us down. Put the work in. Put the hours in over a few days.
0: Yeah, they're hard... It's a hard-working day, isn't it? Yeah. You know you've done it. Definitely. But we generally celebrate with a trip to the pub. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the sort of work hard,
1: play hard ethic in full effect. It's the way of the mud. So that's always really good. <coughs> uh, the compost loot we did. Uh, although I suppose the compost loo actually was probably really last year, wasn't it? Finish, yeah, finishing this probably. Year. Um, I suppose more recently, something we're going to speak about more is the granary, which we've started to work on this year. Mm. Which we are retrofitting.
0: Yeah.
1: In Chile, one. One. so
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that is an ongoing, very much enjoyable project, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I'm I very, very much enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. Would, would you say that was up, up there with, for you? Or?
0: Definitely, actually, mm. yeah. Yeah. I think... What do I like about that? I like that the insulations. It's nice, isn't it? It's gorgeous. Using the Indie Nature hemp insulation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd been a bit dubious before because we tried it and I didn't really know how to cut it. Uh, And it turns out that using the insulation saw, it's a dream. Excalibur. Yes. Uh, Which is basically a bread knife. Bread knife. Really, really, really expensive bread knife. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I suspect you could get a bread knife from Morrison's yeah. that might do the same job mm-hmm. for a tenth of the price. Yeah, for not that amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but each thing their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, really nice to do. So that space was, it was a granary. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was never actually built as a granary, it was built as a replica of the granary that's next door. Granary next door is, I think, 1500, something like that. Um, And this one is 1950s. Yeah. And yeah, it's a big old solid stone wall Mm -hmm. building. It had laughable insulation in the ceiling. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Sort of bits of polystyrene that were loosely fitted into between the rafters. Emphasis on loosely. And yeah.
1: very much a s- small F on the word fitted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We had a fun day, didn't we? we put yeah. put on the hazmat suit. Hazmat song. Went and ripped down the ceiling.
1: Existing in Fly City. Thousands upon thousands oh. of flies raining down upon
0: us. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: that was the best bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah that was nice. Nom. Uh, but yeah, that the, the hemp insulation really is gorgeous, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: The, the pillowy finish
1: it gives you in the, on the inside of the building.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, and I particularly like that we have insulated the building just before it gets cold. Mm. And so now when we pop a little heater on in there, we've got the heater going at its lowest setting and it's T-shirt
1: weather. It's T-shirt weather all day. Yeah. yeah it might even be tops off weather. Tops off. When you're at the scaffold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: or if you've had too many coffees. Yes, which does happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think you made the temperature quite a lot warmer this day. <laughs> it's quite uncomfortable in there when I got back.
1: Horrendous sweating, <laughs> sprinting around for no reason whatsoever.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's a nice project in that mm. it's quite simple in terms of the finish. It's you know, We're sort of building a box, basically a timber frame box inside of a big old stone box. Yeah. Filling it with insulation, slapping the walls up. It's big open, planned space, very mm-hmm. little in the way of uh, sort of penetrations. Yeah, it's quite simple, straightforward. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that is my favourite project actually. Mm-hmm. Obviously the craft school is its own thing. It sort of feels like the, the structure was definitely a, an absolute joy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then there's a, that's sort of not even really the beginning. No. Yeah, the, the, the cross
1: wouldn't even enter my head now. It sort of doesn't really feel like a, a work thing. Mm. It was slightly extrinsic to that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, of course, that, that too, That the build itself was fantastic, but as you say, yeah, that was very much step one along a, along a longer path.
0: A long and winding road. Um, choose another number. Uh Five. Five is... Oh, it's Amy Leak. Hey, Amy. She says, what is your best Christmas cracker joke? Slash, what's your best joke?
1: <sighs> How do you make a duck a soul singer? I know. You might. know the answer to this one, but yeah. you just put it in a microwave until it's Bill Withers.
0: Hey! hey! <laughs>
1: That's, I think, my favourite ever joke. Yeah? Yeah. Well, there's a few, but... Go on, what's, one of, what's your favourite slash one of your favourite jokes?
0: Uh, my go-to joke at the moment is I tried to catch a cloud the other day. Mm-hmm. Missed. Hey! hey.
1: <laughs> Come on! <laughs> yeah! i got a slightly long one. Go on. It goes. I think my favourite moment from all of the Star Wars films in total is where Darth Vader... Faces Luke Skywalker and he says, Luke, I be your father. Well, to be fair, I think I might be listening to a pirate copy.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about this next section? Mm-hmm. Ah. It's going in. Uh oh. This is for you, my friend, Michael Hill.
1: Thanks, man. Well, in that case, this is for you, my friend, Jeffrey Hart. Three presents. So, in
0: that case, you better have the other one. (laughs) I was just going to give you one.
1: Uh All right.
0: Thanks, Matt. Oh.
1: No, you can have those two.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Sure? Yeah. Nice wrapping.
1: Yeah, thanks. We've both gone. Well, I was trying to find brown paper and I couldn't.
0: This is brown paper with deers on.
1: It's kind of brown paper, but it's got, yeah, there's deers on there. A little bit of string in Jeffrey's one absolutely covered in plastic whoa holy hell oh no he didn't
0: what you got mike
1: jeffrey hart has got me a very large eight meter or 26 foot stanley Fatmax bad boy tape measure there's been a bit of uh oh.
0: mike's tape measures it can't do the distances. The the what do you call it the tape standout? I believe it, is what it's I think called. it's written on there. It says yes, gonna, standout. It says it can do four meters. They said so they asked. I think you're better than that.
1: Let's see four meters standout. Ooh. What are you at? So we're at
0: three meters ten you've got to be that's four metres three metres seventy it's got to be where your hand is though that's a standout Ooh. you're not at an optimum angle three
1: metres sixty it wants to be high doesn't it really but
0: I think you want to be more like 45 degrees yeah but I can't do it no I don't right. want to hear
1: excuses so four metres is at the tape
0: can you beat oh <laughs> oh! Oh!
1: oh, we got three meters 90.
0: I think mean, go up through the apex.
1: Up through the apex.
0: Um, I've just opened this present. Yeah. Uh, it's a modern classic from the author of The Left Hand of the Darkness. That's the one. Uh, I know nothing of this.
1: This is Ursula K. Le Guin. With her seminal book, *The Dispossessed*. Yeah. I was describing to you the other day that it is my favourite sci-fi book.
0: Oh yes.
1: Um, by it doesn't a... have
0: a very sci-fi cover.
1: No, not at all.
0: I thought it was going to be a nature book.
1: All right, just, just hang on a second. Sorry to sorry to butt in, but we're currently at three meters ninety. Okay. We are at four meters.
0: Oh, come on! Uh, we're at four meters ten. Come on, beat the beat the record. We've done it. Show them how far. They should really
1: four, be writing.
2: Right, time. we got four twenty, man. Oh no! <laughs>
1: Can't do four twenty. Can't do four twenty. So so, we got, we got an official four ten though.
0: One of my favourite memories of Mike uh, from last year, end of last year, just before Christmas, actually, last year, was we were doing an earth floor. Oh yeah. And we went to the pub in the evening, and Mike still had his tape in his pocket. And we ended up playing the measure it game.
1: Which is yeah. how me and you met.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we playing the measure it game in the pub, involving all the locals, measuring right across from where we were sat to the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was
1: And asking people to guess how far that distance yeah. was.
0: Yeah. And then when the, I said it was 3.6 metres, and they go, no, no. And then, invariably, they were very far out
1: yeah yeah great time we've
0: practiced that game quite a lot a lot a lot
1: so we met what 13 years ago or something like that and we met whilst you were playing that very game yeah at a friend of ours wedding
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: so anyway Ursula k Le Guin, very well respected sci-fi writer dispossessed is i think my favorite book by her bought for me by one of my best friends adam and I have bought this book for several of my good friends, and you are the latest in a long line of people who should receive this book, read it, and enjoy it.
0: Thank you very much. There you go. I'm very excited. Yeah.
1: How far from me to that? Uh 2.2. 2.7.
0: 2. Exactly. 2.7? Yeah. No, nah, you're measuring it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Pick any number you like uh, as a question. Okay. Uh, Number two. Excellent choice. Yeah. This is from both Flo and Lara of Lara's Tiny House. Nice. Uh, What would you do differently in your tiny house?
1: Okay, well, I can answer this
0: one. Yeah. (laughs) Go on. Lay it on me.
1: I reckon I would... To start with, I'd build one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That would be the That's a major difference. That's the main change I'd make. That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah.
0: How about you? Out of interest. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's much I'd change necessarily, mm. but uh, I would have put gutters up sooner. Ah, yes. Uh, well maybe that is a change because I I was very, very conscious of the width, maximum width of the trailer, mm-hmm. and so I cut my roof sheets a little bit shorter than I wanted to, yeah. to stay within the um, the size limit. I did on the back, and on the front, I just went, ah, do you know what, sod it. Yeah. If it's a problem, I'll cut them. Mm-hmm. And I wish I'd done that on the back as well, because the back has been a bit, like the corks held water a bit more. Yeah. Get. Uh, and then I put up some gutters and the cork doesn't hold any water anymore solved it so I wish I'd done that sooner because there is mm-hmm. a bit there's a slight bulge at the back which may be because of water ingress it's mm-hmm. caused a, something to swell up not entirely sure uh, kind of hard to know but yeah I'm sort of kicking myself that I didn't do that sooner. yeah i also wish that i put my um i wish i'd put my trapeze bar up sooner as well
1: you you get hench stick
0: yeah (laughs) yeah well do you know what that actually originally was designed because i've got uh young nieces Uh i wanted to put a swing in here yeah so that when they came around and saw my house they were like oh it's got a swing in here um Because the first house I ever saw that someone built for themselves had a swing in the front room and I thought it was the best thing in the world. (coughs) And I was 28. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So imagine that but for an eight-year-old.
1: I put a swing into the cabin we built in Brookhouse Woods. You did indeed. And that also is a very, very joyful thing. Yeah. Swings in houses.
0: Swings in houses. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe I should continue my um, trapeze into the the swing that I've always wanted it to be.
1: Yeah you should. Just slightly longer rope.
0: Slightly longer rope, slightly flatter. The actual there's a bit of wood under this sofa yeah. that is the bit of wood I've earmarked for the swing. Okay. It's been there for two years. Probably still fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. So gutters and swings. Gutters and swings. That's the the old adage, isn't it?
1: If you had your time again, lying on your deathbed. and wings. Just wish I'd built better gutters.
2: <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry
0: What was my silliest podcast moment? Mm -hmm. That was, of course, this time last year. Yeah. uh, here with you. (laughs) That was good, good nonsense. That's from Rosie Mockford. Yeah. There goes Rosie. Uh, Question, why do you love mud so much? Why do
1: you love mud so much?
0: From Flo Hamer.
1: What's wrong with you? Do
0: you know what? I've been thinking about this. Mm -hmm. Why do I love it so much? Because it's cheap. Like Anyone can work it it's like a, it's a people's technology yeah it's abundant for lots and lots of places certainly in the uk uh, and beyond that is actually this incredible material that keeps humidity down it holds heat it can be insulating when it's mixed with things mm-hmm. it just creates like the most incredible space like a really high tech space in terms of you know the the performance but from a thing you dig out around
1: high tech finish low tech material
0: exactly it's almost like you've read my website
1: what more do you want um some money (laughs) (laughs) make nice pies from it
0: yeah can make nice pies uh mud also did a song but, uh, called Tiger Feet, mm-hmm. uh, which is a personal favourite of mine. Good. and Bass? No. 70s kind of, I imagine them all wearing dungarees. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a bass and a drum.
1: 70s dungaree rock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dungaree, dungaree funk. Dunga funk. Dunga funk. Dunga dunk. Dunga dunk. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas. I'm going for... Oh,
1: holy Moses.
0: Present number two. It's gift time.
1: Let's exchange Dig them. you it. Oh, that's heavy. It's a bottle of wine. It's not a bottle of wine.
0: It's the size of one of those... If I turn it over, will it go Move. Moo. No. It's not one of those. <laughs> yeah
1: oh Oh, holy moses goodness me this is a delicious little brush uh i think
0: made by you yeah no yeah mate oh mate jeffrey learned to make brushes look at that this is some sort of jam or pickle or chili or broccoli (laughs) kimchi it's a
1: jar of kimchi ace that's from taunton food um market emporium emporium christmas stall
0: thing cool yeah i thought that's good for you isn't it It, i bang into kimchi yeah i thought so thanks man there you are
1: eat it by april
0: is that a threat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: it is. Eat it by fucking April, all right? Sweep something up. <laughs> Mate, thanks, man. That's a lovely little thing.
0: Oh, well, thank you. That is, is it, a lovely little thing. It's even adorned with my favourite. Like
1: it's got orange cordage on it, which is my favourite colour. Is it really? Yeah. Thanks, man. It's got a lovely little leather hook. Yeah. Um, that is
0: the turkey tail style.
1: What's the fibre?
0: Tampico.
1: It's Tampico. It's my favourite fibre.
0: Which I believe is Mexican.
1: That's a lovely thing. Thanks, man. What? It also looks like an old school shaving brush.
0: Yeah, you could trim it back in it. I think it would do that job. I don't if need you to shave to. that often, sadly.
1: Thanks, man. That's a lovely thing. You're welcome. Look at that. That makes a perfect pairing with my 8 metre Stanley Fatmax tape. Hmm.
0: It's really all the tools you needed in your top five.
1: Yeah, that's two of the top five. Little little brush and a tape
0: measure, as I said. <laughs> um, right, I've got a question for you from Jim Bunce. Jim I Bunce? Used to, I used to know someone called Helen Bunce. She was lovely. Cool. Fun story? Yeah. Any more? Uh, no. No, cool. That'll do. I mean, when you've hit the big time with that one, yeah. like the Helen Bunce story... <laughs>
1: Big Helen. All right. So, what's Jim saying? Uh, Helen's older brother. Yep. Yeah. What's he got to say for himself?
0: He's saying, if you could start any project again and do it differently, which would you do, and how would you do it differently?
1: Jesus H. Goodness.
0: I might leave you to uh, answer that while I (laughs) rustle up the next course.
1: (laughs) Well, feeling
0: good about more food.
1: Yep, very much. I am hungry.
0: We could just drink the drink.
1: I think we should just drink the drink. Yeah, I don't right. think I've got a cheese board in me. Oh. I certainly don't want a cheese board in me. Oh. Uh what projects would I do differently? Alright, so yeah, well, yes. So this is a kind of small scale, but yeah, the van that I built and converted for myself and my partner at the time, we um I should have fitted a significantly smaller log burner to it.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> because it's a four by two meter box. It's a Luton box van. And I think I have a... It's what I th- was sold as a three kilowatt log burner. It's bigger than mine. I think it? it might be a five kilowatt log burner. And that is too many kilowatts. And just a moment. Oh,
0: that's a hefty port. That's I forgot I was pouring port.
1: Generous serving of port right there. <laughs> Um, so yes, far too, far too big a burner for the space. What um, does that
0: do? Because I always just imagined that you'd just run it less.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't really work very well for my personality type.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so
0: it's not the burner's fault.
1: No, it's it's definitely my fault. Um, me and my partner were living in it and I would ram it full of wood relentlessly to the point where we'd both be sat in our underpants. And Cheers. we got to the point. Hey, where you'd have to sit and open up all the doors, open the door, open up all the windows and it would still be far, 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 far too hot. Mm. So what I really required was one of those tiny little, what they called cyclops burners or something like that, a little tiny one. But yes, a friend of mine who's a log burner fitter, he managed to source this one for 120 quid because it was an ex display rather than 900 pounds or something. So for it for that reason, I don't want a big window. I wanted to be able to look at fire.
0: The big window is joy. Mine's a four kilowatt. Yeah. I think it's kind of perfect for this space, actually.
1: It's always felt lovely in here. yeah? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, with this being such an insulated space, uh, I basically just burn a few logs mm-hmm. and then leave it. Like, I won't burn anything more tonight. No. And that'll keep me going through till morning.
1: Um, But, yeah, I think... Probably log bed. and then also there's just seating along one wall in mind. It would be I, I would have liked to have been able to manufacture some kind of L shape or U shape seating in there. Mm. Um, would have been nice for when you have more people around. Yeah,
0: the, the importance of an L.
1: Yeah, um, I mean the truth is that I'm mean, not living anymore, and we rarely had people around really. So it was it was okay, but when people did come around, it was a bit like mm, it would be nice to. To not be sat in a
0: line. I came round. Yeah. And we sat in a line. We did. Yeah. And it was fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah.
1: But, you know, a little a little bit a little bit of sort of extra shape is always is always nice there, isn't it?
0: Uh do you want another question? Yeah. I'll take one. Oh, Flo, oh, Flo says, what would you advise people against doing? Mm-hmm. Uh I think your wood burner thing is a really good one for that. Yes, Tiny definitely. House space wise,
1: yeah. Spec that out properly rather than just looking at a thing and say I'd like to see that in the place that I'm living at.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would I advise against doing? Uh, listening to the Building Sustainability podcast, and not becoming a patron.
1: <laughs> definitely, strongly advise against that. <laughs>
0: Do you know what? One of the things I would like, I'd advise people against doing, is installing insulation badly.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a big one on our current awareness card.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that even the insulation in- manufacturers sometimes yeah. they're they're like product shops show. Incredibly badly installed insulation. Right. So it's like, it's no wonder that people don't. Christmas hat gone. It's scratching around my ear. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's a terrible time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when you say badly installed insulation, what are you referring to?
0: So I am referring to people pushing insulation into a gap that's too small for their bit of insulation width. Mm-hmm. And that causes it to pucker up. So if you. Insulation is manufactured at a very specific density um, to be as insulative as possible. Mm-hmm. If you compress that right down, then you squash out all the air. It's not no longer as insulating. So if you try and squish it in, say, between two joists uh, and it's too big, then you squash out all the the air. Um, you also, generally, it sort of wrinkles and puckers up mm-hmm. and that leaves voids um, where there's just air voids. That can be somewhere in which mold grows. Also, you've got a really uh, sort of condensed bit where next to that that void. Um, yes. Uh, so that that's a big thing that I see. Uh, I see people folding insulation. Like if you have to, yeah, put it into a space, they just fold it round. And um, yeah, things don't like the the spaces you're insulating generally are squares. Yes. So you want to cut your insulation quite precisely to be a square, or a cuboid? A cuboid. Yeah, a cuboid shape, um, and then sort of fluff that insulation into that space to make sure it's it's filling it, no air gaps. Yeah. When you fold it, you first of all compress the insulation on the inside. The outside of a fold is round. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And it, and it's sort of stretched out, on his, as you say, it's compressed on the inside and stretched out on the outside
0: yeah leaving yeah. leaving big like and then yeah. hemispheres of of yeah. uninsulated bits yeah so that's really annoying to see mm-hmm. whenever someone posts a photo of insulation online i am zooming in <laughs> and nosing around their insulation job <laughs> which is why well i mean we we spent and deservedly so we spent a long time making our insulation really really
1: yeah solid absolutely
0: um, and yeah, when actually when I posted the picture, someone, well, a few people commented on how well it was installed. Oh, so that's what we like to. They did the zoom. Yes. Very. Successful zoom. Yeah. Um, why am I ranting about insulation? Uh,
1: because that is
0: oh, the something thing that you that...
1: would warn against doing or do different.
0: Yeah, advise people against doing... There you go, yeah. Like, know how to insulate.
1: Yeah.
0: Be wary of gaps anywhere. So, beside the insulation, if your insulation is cut too thin and there's a gap, uh, you want to... Well, ideally, you want to make sure you cut it the right width because stuffing bits in is sort of fraught with, mm. you know, how much you stuff in. If you overstuff it, it gets too dense. Yeah. you yeah, know, there's potential for gaps. There's potential for all sorts going wrong, so cutting it right the first time is really good. Mm.
1: But that as well isn't it, is the, is the cutting it for the right size for the aperture, right? mm. like left to right and up down, but it's also the depth isn't it, so not just shoving it in and then when you put your board on top of that you don't want there to be a gap between the board and the insulation, you want that insulation to come flush with the edge of the racking of wood that you put in there for the board to go onto it so there's no gap in between the insulation and the board or the insulation and the frame around it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And thinking about how you're even pushing the insulation into the void yeah. because if you just push it straight in, the corners, the back corners get caught yeah. and they fold up. Yeah. And so you have to go in and kind of tuck the edges in Yeah, and like, you know, like you were making a bed or something, you sort of readjust yeah. everything mm-hmm. and make sure it's sitting right.
1: Yeah, because if you just shove it in, then you're probably leaving yourself with a Toblerone shaped gap. Exactly. Back, left and right, aren't you? Are
0: the available? Yes. Are the Triangular Pyramidal...
1: Pir- Pyramidic... Pyramidicula. Pyramidiculus. Confectionaries are available. Probably. They're not. <coughs> Have you ever seen another triangle-shaped chocolate?
0: Uh, the chocolate in Equality Street.
1: Yes. In a row, making a long... Pyramidoid.
0: The day my dad left (laughs) tin of quality streets (laughs) on the back seat of the car in high summer.
1: There we go. Also had
0: a toffee penny sticking out one side. It was a mess. What a time. Yeah.
1: So yeah, don't shove your insulation lest you be chocolatey judged.
0: Exactly. Is that what we're saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't be a Toblerone. Yeah. But yeah. To right. 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 <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's the tagline for the podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, have we done that one?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: I've got another question. Oh yeah. From none other than Lee Stoffer.
0: No way, not the Stoffer.
1: Lee asked. Well, he asked one question, but I'm not going to ask that one. He also asked, what elements do you. Jeffrey Hart, including your personal self-care routine to stay mentally and physically healthy?
0: Oh, not as many as I should, Lee Stoffer. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> what about you? I mean,
1: not as many I think, as I should, Lee
0: Stoffer. I think you and I have quite terrible mental hygiene.
1: Hey. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Lee Stoffer, of course, is a person who would ask this question. He is a man who is very good at this sort of thing. Hmm. Very good at all sorts of things, to be fair. But he is a a yoga practitioner and a massage therapist, licensed both thereof. Licensed to kill. Licensed to thrill. Nice. Thank you. Um, And yes, Lee is somebody who is, in my experience, very up on this sort of thing, Mm. um, in terms of his his movement, um, his awareness of... You mean his poos? Yes, bowel-wise. His movements. I'm talking about, yeah. His he knows
0: exactly where his movement. Top are. grade stool.
1: <laughs> That's what Lee's stuff is rocking. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, a routine, I don't really think I have a routine of which to speak. I would love to have a routine of which to speak, and I know what the routine would look like.
0: So, I do, I, I find it very difficult, because my brain, generally, I wake up and my brain is going like full pelt but on the good days and this is happening more and more recently mm-hmm. I wake up and I have a meditate yeah I, I have a little meditate where I go through the Vipassana style of meditation and that's uh just trying to focus on my breath clearing mm-hmm. my head and mm-hmm. sort of being open open to where my mind wanders to because mm-hmm. that's obviously a thing that's in my brain yeah but also trying to keep my brain just focused on breathing. And in the good weeks, I do that quite a lot. Yeah. And recently I've done it. Not at all. I've been sleeping terribly recently. Because mm-hmm.
1: so. that's something that you and I both have some experience with, isn't it? Mm. Is a Vipassana meditation. Yeah.
0: How yeah. do you, how would you feel about going to do another one?
1: Uh, I've been thinking more and more about it recently.
0: So have I.
1: Yeah. We absolutely can't go on the same one.
0: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's something that.
0: Imagine if we were roomies. <laughs> that would be terrible.
1: <laughs> so, for anybody who's not aware, Vipassana is a form of meditation which is focusing on the breath and body scanning. Yes. And it is a 10 day, it can be longer, it can be shorter, but as sort of a standard 10 day silent retreat where you meditate and there's a noble silence. Where you can't talk or make eye contact or read or write or listen to music. Or do like yoga or... or do yoga or jog or star jumps or anything apart from sleeping, eating and meditating.
0: Yeah, you're allowed to walk around the garden. Period of time for walking around a garden. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
1: And boy did I walk around that garden. I gotta go walked. <laughs> I gotta go walked, son. <laughs> um, but yes, that's something
0: that we've both done. And no, benefited absolutely. from hugely. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, sorry, I don't want to speak for you.
1: No, very, very much so, yeah. We spoke about this in the past, haven't we? Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, and so I've been thinking more and more about doing another one of those, potentially at the end of the summer or maybe at the beginning of the summer. Depends how work plays out.
1: Mm. So <clears throat> I suppose for me, the answer to that would be in an ideal world, which all truth being told is not the world in which we exist now, because I don't do it. <laughs> but if I was doing it, it would focus around, yeah, meditation twice a day, morning and evening, 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Not a huge amount at all. Wow. Just, a, just a small period of time. Um, just get in there, get it done, get out. Certainly in the morning, certainly in the evening. So 10 minutes at least, morning and evening. And then with at least one period in the daytime as well. I used to, when I was in the, my meditating... Period of time, I would like at least twice a day just have a little couple of minutes where I sit and very intentionally take myself away and just sit ice nice. closed and do a little breathe and think and recenter and all of that good stuff. Um, and yeah, aside from that, there'd always be some kind of movement involved, um, which was external to working movement. Mm. So, some form of yoga or stretching. Or qigong, or tai chi, or any of these slow, intentional movement practices. A lot like I've I've done some of those, not all of them, but friends of mine have done all of them, and and
0: they benefit from it massively. Um, Talking of movement, you've just learned a thing, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I don't know what I, like I don't know if it's just referred to as
0: shaking, mm.
1: but a kind of yeah, a, a practice which is a, a, a re-embodying or an anchoring or a grounding technique. To bring yourself back to yourself and to, to try and stymie the mind chatter.
0: Yeah, the intrusive thoughts. The...
1: Yeah. It you know, was just just basically spending an allotted period of time a minute, 30 seconds, whatever of literally shaking your limbs, shaking your arms, shaking your legs, flapping your arms around like you're at Ace Ventura in Ace Ventura when nature calls, when he's been shot in the arms by poison darts. Nice. Great reference. Good reference that wasn't it. Um yeah, general bouncing, moving mm. reminding yourself that you're in a body and you're not just ahead thinking things. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I I I did a bit of that the other day and it was unbelievably successful, unbelievably effective. It really really sort of chilled out the the old mind chatter.
0: We could build that into our day, you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I'm remembering at uni, uh, I lived, me and I shared a room with a guy called Sim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we do all nighters, because we always did all nighters, mm-hmm. uh, studying. Uh, well, throwing together a project to hand in the next morning. Yeah. Um, this was in the first year. I got a lot better. <laughs> but we used to put on Manu Chao's King of the Bongo
1: uh-huh.
0: and just have a dancing break. Sort of periodically, yeah. Just one of us, like, would be working away, like, ah, oh, I hate this, and then boom, yeah, boom, and upward jump. We'd have a little dancing break, and then we would get back into it. And I'd never considered that that was actually. I always thought that was just a stupid thing that we did. Yeah. And actually, now hearing you say that, it feels like actually quite a smart thing to do. Yeah, while w- you're doing something really not smart, mm, it was a stupid thing to,
1: you were doing, but it was also <laughs> a good thing you were doing without <laughs> even realizing. What a treat! And that's the thing. that's sort of I was just thinking then. That's explains why people feel you know why, why so many people hold in such high esteem dancing and yeah. and movement and all of that is, is it all feeds into the same part, doesn't it? I, I I I imagine.
0: Yeah, I went out dancing recently and felt just great. I felt like I did four hours of jumping around. Yeah. And, yeah, didn't really think about anything other than jumping around. Yeah. Uh, And I hadn't actually really considered how like good for my brain that was. Mm -hmm. I think to go that long without my stupid brain not bloody thinking. I think, yeah, I think
1: that's just people who consider themselves people who think about stuff and care and whatnot. That's not me. No, uh, just I'm trying to extrapolate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you can forget about the importance and necessity of of movement and of doing physical things.
0: Yeah, because we're big brains, aren't we? Like big, the big yeah. brain is important.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. And e and yeah, the the equal like just as equally important. Thing is, is, is moving. Well,
0: I've done it again. That's a that's half a pint of pork.
1: Even bigger than the first one, <laughs> significantly even bigger. You best fill yours up because Jesus Christ.
0: Sorry, mate. My glasses. Uh, sorry, sorry, that was religion again.
1: Um Thin slices of cheese. <laughs> that's one for for Jody. But yes, I I had a counselling session recently where we were speaking about that and re-embodying and anchoring and so on, and it reminded me of. Pre-university, I played every single sport under the sun, football, cricket, basketball, hockey, tennis, for the school teams and for teams outside of it, I was obsessed. And I went to university and that all finished. And that was such a big part of my life and I've just not done it. And, you know, working now and so on in building is is similar, but it's not the same. Mm. And I feel there's a huge part of me that's been left untapped for quite a long time that when I do tap back into it very occasionally, like I did during my counselling session of the day, my body says immediately, "Yes, this, please, yeah, a bit man. more of that." Re embody yourself, be in your body, do things through stuff, hit stuff, you know. And it's not just as I think sometimes sport can be mislabeled in certain circles of society as being less valid,
0: yeah, less
1: sort of uh, what we're trying to say you know what I'm trying to say, less um, academically valid or behind academic things, Mm. Um, and I think that is misleading. I think that's wrong. Totally. Yeah.
0: That's that's a misleading thought I've had
1: in the past in which I want to correct.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what? I think maybe you should play us out. You've got a little... Christmas tune to finish for us. This is in lieu of the uh, the normal uh, outro music. We're going to have yeah. We're going to have <laughs> Mike, Mike play his special little instrument. He's been practicing all week. Right. Take it away with your special little end of show present for the listeners.
1: It's a very very special end of Christmas podcast message from me to all of you beautiful listeners.
0: Get <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas, everybody! You
1: are so welcome, everyone. Merry Christmas!
0: The best festivus, Happy Yule!
1: Just give your Christmas kisses to all of the clogs and make sure everyone's having a fucking lovely
0: time, eh? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast this year. Look forward to giving you loads more good chats next year.
1: Loads more wonderful people, loads more excellent things, only one more of this at the end of the year, hopefully. Yeah. I've been Geoffrey Hart, and you've been fantastic. Christmas-tastic. St. Nick-tastic. Thank you.